Well, hello everybody out there in entrepreneur land. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Davis and this is Radio Entrepreneurs. We've had uh, thousands of stories, probably over 7,000 stories over the years and over a million people connect with us in over 28 countries. So we're quite proud of that. And uh, we're just starting to get a lot more viewership, believe it or not, in Great Britain. And we're pretty excited about that. And I guess I have to thank our producer, Nathan Gobes for that. Uh, every week since the start, we have uh, tried to speak with Mark Furman, a director of Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers about entrepreneurship and the law. Uh, welcome back, Mark. Hi there, Jeffrey. Great to be with you. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, Mark, did you have to wear a tie yesterday for the first time in almost two years? Well, actually, I, I've had to wear ties in the past because all of our uh, court hearings have been by Zoom. Right. And until yesterday, where uh, uh, the courts here in Massachusetts are open, and uh, I had first hearing uh, in person yesterday, um, and it was a very different experience. And um, I thought I'd just talk about it a little bit. Uh, first of all, the courtroom, the reconfiguration of the courtroom has changed. There are plexiglass separating the lawyers, the judge, the clerk, the, you know, so there's a lot of COVID precautions that have been taken in, in the physical structure of the courtroom. And then it's so different to stand up in person and, and argue. In this case, I was defending um, uh, three clients who had been sued relating to a sale of a business <clears throat> and, um, and the plaintiffs were seeking uh, a real estate attachment. I was opposing it. And um, the presence is so different in person, you know, um, and I want to say I wasn't uncomfortable being in person. And the things that struck me were, one, the intimacy of being in person, even though it's a good-sized courtroom, the ability to communicate with your hands, with your body. Um, it's different than being on a video screen. And uh, it was particularly nice because we had our designated time. So there was no waiting involved. There was a 2.30 hearing and it was set aside just for our case. That is not how things frequently work pre-COVID. Um, so we were actually the only case in the courtroom. Um, the other thing I think that gets lost is, um, you know, as you know, relationships are important. And uh, when you go to court on Zoom, you're removed from any real contact with the other lawyer. Um, and that was striking to me yesterday because being in court, waiting a few minutes for our case to be heard, and then after court, I was able to talk to the lawyer about the case and uh, as you would expect, tell him as a, uh, the lawyer on the other side, how awful a case he had. But I also was able to um, 
I think, create a little bit of a the beginning of a relationship, which is very important in, in a case because you have to work things out as you fight. So the human connection, I think, gets lost a little bit during COVID uh, when you're doing everything by uh, on, on Zoom. So, you know, we wore our masks, we talked in the hallway, um, and uh, it, I was just struck by how different it is. So at the end of the hearing, I asked the judge, um, you know, what's the plan? Because the, the hearing before us was on Zoom. It was a scheduling conference, so it wasn't a, it, it was a more uh, collegial uh, hearing as opposed to the argument we were having. Uh, and. Uh, the judge said, as far as she's concerned, hearing should be in person because of the interaction between the parties, their lawyers. And uh, I think she said something like, a lot of business gets done. A lot gets accomplished in the hallways at courtrooms if people are together that just won't get done. Uh, if if it's everybody just logs in for a Zoom call, so it was a major uh, a major event for me because it's another indication of hopefully return to normalcy because this is what I've done for a long 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 time and uh, to go walk into a courtroom for the first time in sixteen months. Uh, it's quite different and it's frankly very encouraging. Uh, well, you know, it, it's sort of, you know, you've been practicing law a long time. I won't date you. Uh, you haven't hit your expiration date yet, but uh, it, it, was it was it kind of like being a rookie again, going back? Was there a little bit of feelings going on as you entered the courthouse, emotions? Yeah, well, it's been so long since I'd been in a courthouse. Um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in courthouses in my work over the years, and uh, I didn't know if I'd ever get back into a courthouse, a courtroom, argue in person. Um, so yeah, there there was there was a feeling about it, um, but it was a good feeling, an exhilarating, exhilarating feeling that because um, it is different. It's less artificial. And there's, I think, a greater opportunity to communicate when you're in person. Was the client present or there was no client present? Uh, one of the clients was present in the courtroom and uh, my client was not. My client was out of an out of state, uh, the defendants are out of state. You think that facilitated <laughs> the process by have by again having the client present as well? Does in other words, does you know when they talk about in psychology that uh, the art of a, the act of aggression is easier when there's less personal? So I'm wondering, the closer you get towards being with people together, are they more likely to settle because? Again, because there's people involved again, you can see them, you can feel them. Yeah, well, I, I think we rely on 
lawyers rely on each other to communicate with their clients and get a sense of what their goals, interests are, and to uh, talk through the case, its merits and, um, and challenges. So I think that's the main thing. There's seldom any client interaction and lawyers aren't uh, able to talk to the other side uh, if they're represented by counsel. What <clears throat> having an in-person hearing did mean that, um, you know, my clients were not able to observe the hearing. So that's a negative. And another negative, of course, is, uh, you know, it, it ends up being a half a day to, you know, in this case, it was a uh, over one hour drive to court and you have to account for traffic. So by the time you get done, um, you spent several hours as opposed to on Zoom, you, um, you know, you log on 10 minutes ahead of time just to make sure everything's okay. And uh, you do your thing and then you're done. Right. So it costs less money for the clients and for the lawyers, uh, it, um, because it takes less time, you fall less behind on other matters that you're working on, uh, which uh, I think helps get your work done uh, earlier than if you've spent four or five hours on some kind of commuting situation. So there are advantages and disadvantages, but I was struck by the, um, the feeling that the presentation is better, the interaction with the judge is better, and the ability to communicate with the other side is a hundred times better. And that those are real positives, but from a cost point of view and the ability of a client to participate remotely, those are, those are real negatives. Right. So where I think, um, so I think uh, Zoom hearings have proven to me they can work, but if you if if you have a situation that isn't just decided on the papers where there has to be evidence and people sworn in and direct exam and cross exam, <clears throat> I mean I think Zoom should be eliminated for all of that stuff but for legal arguments where people file affidavits and it's argued and decided on the papers like yesterday's hearing i i think zoom will work and in person will work but i think maybe i lost sight of the some of the significant advantages of in person so i rediscovered them yesterday but well, i assume Things are going to continue to evolve as 26 states are now increasing their uh, COVID uh, numbers, and we have new variants. Uh, you know, as we go into the fall and winter, we're hopefully Massachusetts will stay at the high level that we're at, but we are a little bubble in a big country. So I assume everything is going to continue to evolve. We don't know what the, the next year is going to bring for all of us. 
We're just going to try to be optimistic. But if someone's looking for you, Mark, for good counsel with how to handle these situations, how would they find you? I can be reached at 617-218-2025. That's my direct line. And my email address is mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at tbhr-law.com. Oh, great, Mark. Thank you very much. And remind everybody, we see and speak with Mark Furman every week on Radio Entrepreneurs. It's entrepreneurship and the law. Pretty hard to escape uh, the two. They are married together in today's world of business. Thanks again, Mark. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. Remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs. <laughs>